This podcast is part of the Eat Geek Play Network. For more podcasts about comic books, music, and geek lifestyle, go to eatgeekplay.com. The multiverse was destroyed. The heroes of Earth 616 and Earth 1610 were powerless to save it. Now all that remains is Battle World, a massive patchwork planet composed of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist. Each region is a domain unto itself, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. Welcome to the end of the world. We'll be with you every step of the way for Marvel Secret Wars event. This is World Report, episode number 10. Jamie Rosales, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Kevin. How you been? It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, it's been a long while, actually. Uh, yeah. There's, there, there was a few uh, hiccups in the Geek Play family that uh, held us back a little bit, but uh, we're back. Bigger, stronger, better, more. Uh, we've, we've, we've learned how to uh, merge zombies and Ultrons and make ourselves stronger exactly exactly like that and and now we're gonna go take down the shield speaking of taking down the shield uh we're talking about uh marvel secret wars this is where we uh we we help you uh figure out what the fuck is going on with marvel secret wars event um we read all the books so you don't have to and let you know which ones are worth reading and what the hell is going on if you don't really feel like reading any of the books we pick out the ones that are worth, you know, talking about and uh, tell you what's going on and give you a few theories of what's what's going to happen in the series. And there's a lot of theories going around in my head. Yeah, um, I feel like after all these books that we're catching up on, I had a lot of them and each one is slowly extinguishing. <laughs> yeah. So, but there's there's one strong one that you know I, that is definitely going to happen. Um, but we'll we'll for get sure. into that for sure. Jamie, what book are we starting off with uh, for Let's, week? Uh, uh, what what is this uh, for August nineteenth? August nineteenth, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, it's like forever ago. Bye, summer. Um, so mm. let's talk about Age of Ultron versus Marvel Zombies number three. Do we need to? <laughs> I, I mean, not, uh, I don't know about this book. I mean, I, you have a little more relation to the characters of the old Human Torch and Simon Williams and Vision. I, I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, um, no, no real connection there for me. But um, Here, Here's the take on the book for me. Um, it, it's, it's an interesting idea. I, I liked how, um, you know, it's, it's kind of shaped up um, with the fact that Ultron and... Uh, the zombies have turned up you know they, they've joined forces They're like hey we're gonna build uh you know uh ultra zombies and attack this dome that's about all that happens in this uh we, yeah. we, we see a little bit of past of uh of janet van dyne and kind of understand the fact that her and pim are just fated to be together um i actually like the version of uh of of the wasp or janet whatever or like the western yeah the yeah western. The, the, it just suits her this the, so yeah well. she, she's i i i wonder she'll stick around in this uh I, I have a I have a theory about how I have a new theory after reading all these books we'll talk about it later okay. but uh I th- I think um I think yeah like like this is a the artwork in some of like the 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 artwork in this book is great um but that's about it you know um it's it's uh, written by James Robinson art by Steve Pugh and um you know, I mean, it's just—it's just a standard story. It doesn't go anywhere until issue four, which you know, we'll talk about in a future podcast. Um, I, I am glad that uh, we got to see some uh, zombie gorillas in this. That's about it. But, yeah, a lot of uh, Ultron and Magneto zombie, which I really like. And uh, at the end yeah. of this, we just find out that in order, uh, Hank reveals that in order for them to win, uh, they have to lose. So, you know, some sacrifice is needed, but yeah, that's, that's about it. There's really nothing. It's just the attack on salvation. I just like so, that uh, Wonder Man's running around in his old, uh, his old jumpsuit thing or not. His, his, and I'm uh, over here. Like, who is that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What do we got next? 
uh, Guardians of Nowhere. Mm. <laughs> How do you feel about this? I uh, I really like this book, but um, it's I, also I, yeah, it's kind I, of like I, I would like it if if it did something. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of veering off into. I was like, wow, thanks for introducing these things that now mean nothing to me. <laughs> so uh, um, with this book, it's it's just been you know it it seems like it's a Guardian's tale, and somehow um, we, we've got Drax the Destroyer be being the main character. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Kevin. Um, I mean, we do get a big, uh, you know, beat down fight between Gamora and uh, and Angela. That was kind of cool. Um, Angela is actually part of the Thor guard in this, um, and uh, you know, we 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 get a little bit of a behind the story. You know, like like uh, what's the villain's name? The one that we can't pronounce. Yotat. Yeah, Yotat. Um, they finally take him out, and then we see the uh, what is this? The Nova Corps, which is mm-hmm. kind of the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, basically, it. yeah. It's Adam Warlock who looks a lot like Qu- I. Th- I th- when when I first saw him, I thought it was uh, Quasar. Um, Captain Marvel again. Uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy version of Iron Man and Venom. Mm-hmm. So you know, all current. You know, um, and Venom and Drax have uh, some beef, I guess, and and that's about it. And then Gamora, there's there's some beautiful panels of Gamora and uh, Angela talking, and you know they're working out some of their issues um, about Doom, of course. Of it, I believe in Doom, well I don't, and exactly. why is that? Yeah, and, and you know, basically Angela's like, you know, I just follow, I follow, and you know, uh, I, Gamora is doubting Doom, but she doesn't know why. Um, and I, I do love that. Yeah, like Angela's just like, well, if you have an answer, what is it? And she's like, you know, I don't know. I just know that I don't believe in doom. And it's like, yeah. Well, the only what thing up? that's interesting about this book, uh, about uh, Gamora in this book, is she's stronger than she's ever been. Um, and that didn't happen until the Black Vortex saga. Um, interesting. Okay. Where she took on, you know, um, uh, a a uh, cosmic power. So, um, I think maybe this is the 616 version, possibly, and she just doesn't maybe. know it, you know? Um, that That's about it. But the thing is, like, there, there's so there's not supposed to be any stars in the sky, yet um, there's a lot of stars in this book. Also, Kevin, who is that at the very end of the issue? Who's that that appears? Isn't that Nebula? Is it? I think it's Nebula. She's blue. Is she bald? Well, she's wearing a hat. Mm. I think it's Nebula. Okay. I mean, that would totally make sense. It just looks like, to me, it looks like her. Yeah. I mean, and and I just, I just kind of assumed that was her because, you know, who else would like, I don't know. But then they made a big deal about Yotat and, you know. You know, yeah, you're right. It does. uh, I feel like that headdress kind of defeats the image because I was like, is that one of the cabal? But yeah, her outfit blue skin it looks like it could totally be nebula that's really misleading yeah well that's what happens when you get a uh you know future story like this thanks mike diodot i'm just confused now what's next uh secret wars journal number four um well let's see uh this was interesting what'd you think um i uh i really liked it actually um I uh, so the first story is it's called Primary Function and it's um takes place in the Apocalypse Domain and it's um it's it, sorry it takes place at the Shield and it's Apocalypse Domain version of Iron Fist and then the Egyptian version of the Punisher which I thought was pretty um, funny <laughs> yeah so the patrolling role they see like the Ultron bug thing and then it leads them underground and they end up meeting mole man who's just reprogramming them and he's not doing it for any real purpose he's just like whatever i'm doing you guys a favor um and then they have a huge fight and that that's really it i was like it was kind of fun i like their little team up and then they're like you know go about your own way and he they just kind of let him go <laughs> yeah i just mole man being mole man i'm like oh yeah you were he sort of disappears but i'm glad he made an appearance that, that's the first appearance we've seen of yeah. him the second story though is uh, by one of our own family members, Mr. Cena Grace. Yay! Uh, a story called Another Last Stand, and uh, it takes place during uh, um, Days of Future Past, and mm-hmm. it's the story of... Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kyle Jinnadu. Yeah. Uh, his, uh, who, who is Northstar's 
um, husband. Husband, yeah. And and he's basically wants to break into a. He's found out where North Star is in uh, internment camp and wants to break in. And he finds out that Psylocke is living as uh, is as Izzy from uh, Orphan Black. Basically, yeah. You got that right. No, I, I don't watch that show. Oh, shame on you. Um, and I watch a lot of shows, Kevin, except for Full House. You know that. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, so basically, they they all you know they team up again. He he gets um, Psylocke to join him, and and they go out and crash this thing, and you know, uh, chaos ensues, breakouts. North Star gets out, and, and she uh, sacrifices herself she so sacrifices, they can be together. Exactly. Yeah. And the very last scene is her seeing a North Star in the distance. Um cute story uh great cute. art you know way to go cena very happy Woo-hoo! so i wish you would have drawn this but you know uh, okay what's next uh a book that we both enjoyed howard human ah, love this book it's really good my um, boy scotty jim Young and, food mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and scotty young like this is a cl- i i wish this this is a book that they would keep doing because it's so damn good <laughs> It's really yeah, it's fun. It serves no purpose and nothing. Like there's there's no reason for this book to come out, honestly. Um, but it's it's like basically Mafud doing his version of Black Sad, uh, which is a, 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 a famous um, Italian comic book about a detective panther. Um, but like like the there's a lot of. Uh, uh, like kind of owed to Black Sad in this, you can just tell like the way, like some of this, the the way Mafu did the panel layouts and stuff like that. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, his paying respect to it. Uh, but yeah, it basically this is, um, you, you know, how Howard the Duck is a, a duck in on Earth. Well, this is a human on on Quackland. You know what, what what is it? Uh, New Quack City. New Quack City, exactly. And uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty freaking great it's yeah felicia hardy's there as a cat of course um uh there's mouse murdoch that was kind of adorable he's a blind mice yeah How and he doesn't live in hell's that? uh hell's kitchen he lives in hen's kitchen um and uh wilson fisk is a gorilla uh but it's a lot of just um people are trying to get howard and kill him because it's howard the duck or howard the human in this case and then he misleads them and you know ends up winning at the end it's really fun it's it's a great book i honestly and and you know i i want to see more mafud and scotty young do stuff together like the fact that mafud did this i i don't know if you're you're familiar with jim mafud but he's he's kind of a legend um he did the clerks comic books back in the day uh and he's just a good dude so um this, this okay. is a great book. He's he did a, a Miami Vice comic book recently that was just awesome. <laughs> right on. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, we got eighteen seventy two number two. What's this book? Tell me. Um, <laughs> so it takes place in Timely, aka the Valley of Doom. Um, it, I love this book. I love westerns. I love everything about it. Um, I love that it's also. Uh, from the town of Timely, it's a book that's referenced in a lot of other of the Secret Wars books. It's like these characters that are Western versions of, you know, our 616 Marvel group. Uh, but basically, in a flashback, we see sort of why Tony Stark became a drunk. He uh, gave Union soldiers during the Civil War, like, automatic repeating rifles, and he thought they would just use it to scare, you know, the, uh, the South. But... Um, Instead, they ended up like massacring everyone, and he was like, "Well, that's uh, well, that's what I get." And he turns to alcohol, like he does. And uh, Ben Urich uh, narrates the rest of the book, and um, we see Foggy Nelson uh, version uh, there, and he's a judge in this town. Uh, Black Widow shows up as uh, she's basically the because in in timely. Um, Winter Soldier Bucky was um, the deputy of Captain America, and I guess he died in the line of duty, and so she's like the widowing, haha, widow, um, wife, and um, Cap is protecting Red Wolf, and uh, of course, uh, Wilson Fisk sends out his assassins. We see from the first book, Elektra, 
Bullseye, Grizzly, and Doc Oct, which I totally called, Kevin. Totally you did. Called. I, I, it's Doc Oct looking like the owl. Well, it's Doc Oct. Um, and, of course, I love that his contraption is just a bunch of guns that comes out like his octopus arms. Yeah. Um, well, Cap kills him. Uh, Bullseye shoots Cap in the back. Uh, Black Widow hides Red Wolf. And um, at this point, I think, yeah, Cap's dead. So he gets uh, shot in the back and he, everyone's he pissed off. in the back through the heart. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, everyone's uh, Red Wolf is in hiding now with Black Widow, who's also pissed off because she thinks that Native Americans killed... Um, Bucky, but he's just basically like, come on, man, help me out. And then Tony tries to fight, but he's too drunk. And he ends up going to like one of those fortune teller booths from the movie Big, but it's like a vision ver- a version. And um, he uh, he basically gets inspired to build, go back to building at the end. So maybe he's building a suit. I don't know. but Maybe he's building an iron suit. Woo-hoo. Exactly. I thought the best but part we of this book. all like bo- sober, sober Tony. The best part of this book was when they uh, pick up Captain America and throw him into the the the, the, the pig farm. Oh, that's so messed up. I hate I hate stuff like that. I'm, I can't reference any movies right now, but yeah, when it's like pigs eating dead people, it's so horrifying. Yeah, I, I like this book. This book is great. It's you know, we, we just got announced uh, this week that uh, Red Wolf is getting his own series. Um, mm-hmm. Well. Not without controversy. I I don't know. It might not make its way out, but uh, thanks to Nathan Edmondson. But uh, yeah, so the the plan is to have a Red Wolf book. So, um, and it's going to come out of this series. So somehow he's going to time travel or something. Yeah. I don't. Know. Yeah, Jerry Duggan, great job. Uh, Nick Varello on art and colors by Lee Luffridge, my favorite guy. Yep. All right. What's next? Uh, Captain Brynn and the Mighty Avengers, which I didn't realize was ending this issue. <laughs> Neither did I. I when the last page just said end, I was like, "Well, this is that's I did not realize." Um, anyway, so written by Al Ewing, art by Alan Davis. Um, Great combination, fight- by the way. Yeah, love those guys. Uh, go on. Um, they basically Mondo City and uh, whatever city they're in, I don't remember. Um, they uh, they fight it out and then um, they sort of just make peace at the end. And then Doom kind of reveals, hey, that was my plan all along. Now you guys just deal with it and I don't have to deal with it. Pretty that, much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. And, what uh, else and, 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 and I was like very let down. Well, I mean, the thing is that uh, it's also a group of people that are like everybody in this book is slowly remembering things. You know, they're they're kind of remembering yeah. things. They're having they're having bits and pieces of, of things that they're remembering. So like they know they're supposed to be together, they know they're supposed to be fighting for something, but they're not really sure. Um the funnest part is that uh, you know, the the Mondo City it's it's still Megalopolis from uh or Mega City One from from Judge Dredd. And uh yeah, the, the two kind of peacefully coexist and for some reason they they decided to make a flat a british flag for uh for captain britain they're like yeah. we don't know why we made this for you but here here's here's a flag well they were like well you know from what you described and you know we just from your memory that is slowly coming back to you we just made this and it's yeah. like yay i feel that like this was, was kind of rushed. While it lasted it was kind of like let's let's just wrap this up and get it over with yeah, a lot of the books feel like that now. I mean, like maybe because we're towards the end, but it, I was just like, oh, I didn't realize this was going to be super limited. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. Yeah. In terms of relevance, I, you know, I had Doom in there. Um, I just thought it was going to be more more relevant than it was. I mean, there, there's a couple books where people are starting to remember things, so I think that's good. that that's a an ongoing theme with this. Is like right, the, right. The, oh, we're starting to remember our past. What's going on? Uh, what else we got? Um, well, one of the big books this week was um, House of M, number one, by Dennis Hopeless, art by Marco Fala? Fala? Sure. Sure. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it takes place in the monarchy of M, in, uh, which is actually Genosha. We've, we've heard referenced in other books, but haven't been shown. So, um, so in this world, it's all ruled by mutants, and humans are basically the... Uh, they're the ones like running um, for their lives and getting arrested and stuff. And um, 
uh, Magnus Magneto is the king here, and he's basically bored being king. Um, he wants a fight, he wants all the stuff, and he's sort of like reigned for a long time, and he's sort of welcoming all that. Um, meanwhile, the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are, it includes Wolverine, and they're basically mutants rounding up, uh, they're using recycled sentinels and um, rounding up old. Uh, Old rebels, including all the humans, and um, Hawkeye, Black Cat, and Misty Knight are the ones who are trying to run for their lives. And they run into a young Deathlocket from uh, Avengers Arena. Cool. Yeah, I was like, oh my god! Nice one, Hopeless. Nice one. Um, and then on the news, we see that Wiccan and Speed, who are the kids of uh, Scarlet Witch... They're actually spray painting and vandalizing with messages like humans are people too. So she goes to collect them and she's like super pissed. And then Quicksilver is um, off to see Namor, who is, um, the, I guess, their lands are kind of about to go at war. And we think that he's going to negotiate with him uh, peace terms. But turns out he's actually working with him to take over um, Monarchy of M. So, um, you know, he's working with Namor to start a war. And, um, you know, but they don't know that that's basically what Magneto wants. I have to say with this book, this is the first book that we've seen that's come out of, um, you know, when, when, when they announced all these, like, you know, continuing the title, using the titles, basically, of old series, but not really having much to do with it. Like, Planet Hulk has nothing to do with the Planet Hulk book that originally, right. we originally saw. This is the first time, like, it, this basically could be a House of M story. Like, like it's almost the exact same universe that House of M was. You know, like, from the way the characters are, like, like the, you know, right. I, I picked this up and went, oh, hey, we're right back here with the, you know, Old Man Logan is the same way, you know? Um, but, uh, uh, you know, this is the one of those books where it's like, okay, they got it. This is, this is cool. You know, it, it's pretty, basically, if you read House of M back in the day, you're going to get this. This is It's it's good. I, and the artwork is actually fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. I liked yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, relevance, me. I don't even yeah. think they mentioned Doom in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um what's next uh runaways number three yes i just this, i, I this, almost forget that in in you know the spirit of runaways it's kind of like a story about teenagers and then everything goes south for them yep. and people die and i'm like oh that makes me sad um yep. so uh written by noel stevenson art by sanford green um so these kids are on the run uh santa who was the like bulky student she ends up joining up with she gets well we see that she's missing from the group and uh, the last issue and she ends up joining up with valeria and bucky and is clearly not happy and uh bucky just tries to comfort her like hey man it gets easier killing people so don't worry about it um tandy aka cloak shows up while the gang is in weird world um, I like that they were they appeared there and uh, transports them to the war zone where Amadeus Cho is like, yo, my parents are there and we could stay with them. But he shows up and, of course, where his house is, it's a giant deep hole. So um, his parents are probably not alive. Um, and then he ends up turning the their Professor Doombot back on. And um, he ends up revealing their whole plan of like, well, you know, you guys weren't supposed to find out until you graduated that you were killing other students. And it's sort of survival of the fittest. And, you know, but of course, the Doombot has a tracking device. And so um, Bucky leads his uh, infantry and um, they kill their friend Delphine. And so the last is, you know, basically them running for their lives. Great book. Love it. It's it, it's uh, deadly class with superheroes. Yeah, know? and also I love this version of Bucky. I I want like a teenage Bucky that just you know doesn't give a shit. Yeah, unfortunately we're not going to get that. I don't know if this is going to be the um, the version of Amadeus Cho that's going to end up taking over the mantle of the Hulk. I mean, yeah, this is one of the books that he's. I mean, I trying to think what other books he's in. For uh, Secret he was Wars. in something else, and I can not remember this is probably the most prominent one he's in though he's a main character here yeah um and you left out that they they actually go to timely 
at one point. That's right. Yeah, Va- they do. Valley of, they well, Valley of Doom, and they're so we get to see the um, Hulkling dressed up as. Uh, <laughs> that was the best part. Is they they go in to buy some uh, some some supplies, and you know they're like, wait, we don't like your kind here. Yeah, and, and I like if, how him and Molly sort of get into who's the muscle of the group. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's... I love Molly. She's such a great character. Yeah, yeah. Um, this book, I mean, relevant as fuck. Um, you know, just all sorts of relevance in this book. This is going to be yeah. a book that you know. I think it, it's a core, a core must read if you're gonna, you're following all the other Secret Wars saga, basically. Um, the cover for next issue actually has Doom in it and everything. Like it's 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 yeah. Doom with the uh, Winter Soldier, Bucky, whatever he is, and uh, and Valeria. I also so. love that Valeria is such a hard ass in this. And as soon as everyone leaves, she's like, "Hey, Bucky," and it's like, "Yeah." It's like, "Look, I'm missing a tooth," and he's yeah. like, "Oh, that's so. You must be so brave." And I'm like, "Oh my god." She's like, "I pulled it out all by myself." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's kind of a nice touch there." I'll, you know, because I'm like, she's like terrifying. Yeah. Um. So it's our next book. Weird world. Oh. I love weird world this book is my favorite of all of the books that that have come out so far because this is basically like okay so the 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 first two issues we got chris star coming back that was the best you know like like uh, warbo and chris star or or warbo and uh and and uh archon team up and and they they rescue the uh the king chris star and it, it ends up being just a bag of crystals and uh warbo's like here here's my map and it's just like this just crayon scribbles that's uh you know just ridiculous and so he's like ah screw you and they they, they part ways and uh we get to see a little bit of um uh, a new character which is actually an old character <laughs> that there's okay that morgana lefay is sending out uh it's they say you know she, they're like okay yeah they, basically they've they've captured Kristar's dragon and um they're like well we we still need to get rid of archon so they're they're like let's summon the slayer and it ends up being cole the cole k-u-l-l the slayer which is an old 70s uh you know marvel sci-fi uh marvel like like came out with all these like weird sci-fi um uh like you had star slayer and you had uh star lord came out of this whole series it was like these like space opera but it was like barbarians in space and stuff like that and uh cole was one of them who his plane goes down in uh a remote area uh like like through the bermuda triangle and they think he's dead and he becomes a, a this 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 warrior this like barbarian and uh archon's going through he's he's going through like these weird himalayans kind of things and and he comes across a bar and basically he's sitting down talking to this this big huge brooding uh you know barbarian looking guy and you know they're they're drinking together and he's like oh he's like uh he's like he's like why are you drinking he's like it makes me forget the things i've done and he's like uh he's like and makes me forget the things i he's like and because of what i need to do next and Archon's like, well, what do you need to do next? And he goes, I need to kill somebody. He says, who? And uh, in a great panel, you just see like a close-up of Cole's face, and he says, you. And it cuts back to both of them sitting back at the bar. The next page is just a full-on fight scene. And more pages of, of just barbarian on barbarian fight scenes. And uh, <clears throat> they fall off the side of the mountain, and in great weird world fashion, end up in another completely weird version of a uh, weird world, the Man Thing Forest. It's a there forest of man things. I mean, th- th- this book lives up to its word that it's weird. <laughs> it's just mm. like every step of this book is. It's just it's awesome to see old characters coming back. It's awesome to see the artwork on this is just beautiful. I mean, every page of this is fantastic. It's uh, Mike Del Mundo, who, uh, you know, is just a rock star. Um, and, and I mean, Jason Aaron, just, he, he's a beast. He's a beast when it comes to writing. And this this is a great story. I love it. Relevance, yeah, we're going to get a weird world book out of this that has nothing to do with this, it seems like, that uh, Sam Humphreys is writing. 
Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great book. You should be reading it regardless. So, yep. That's it for this week's books, right? Uh, no, there's one big one we're leaving out. What? Uh, Secret Love Number One. Oh, geez, yes. Uh, because it brought together uh, the two characters that Tumblr has been pining for. Kamala Khan and Robbie Reyes. Yes. Okay, so basically there's a bunch of stories in this. Um, there's the first one's called Guilty Pleasure, written by Michael Fife and art by him, and um, it takes place in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do Michael Fife. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's kind of a big deal. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you can go on to another 30-minute discussion like you would with Weird World on him if you want. Just kidding. Um, uh, anyways, uh, so Karen uh, has suspicions that Matt's cheating on her with Typhoid Mary, but turns out she's Mephisto in disguise. What do you know? Um, that's really the whole story there. Um, next one is um, the one that we've all been waiting for, that I've been waiting for ever since people started posting fan art on Tumblr. Uh, that's the greatest thing about this out. story is it it's completely just based on 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 Tinder or uh, Tumblr uh fan art just just completely exactly. like that's all it was was somehow kids decided that that Robbie Reyes and Kamala Khan should be uh dating. And what um, yeah, so it's yeah. Uh Written and drawn by Felipe Smith. Um, I love his art. And um, colors by Val Staples, my boy. Uh, so it takes place in the Coliseum. And basically, you know, Robbie's obviously a racer there. And we realize that Kamala Khan and her friend Bruno work the concession stand. And uh, a monster, <clears throat> uh, she, she interrupts the interview to bring him a slushie. And, uh, you know, a, a monster attacks. And then she goes into... Uh, her costume and then they team up and you know beat the monster and then Lisa who's Robbie's you know lady friend and uh, his little brother watching from the stands and then it looks like that um, Robbie and Kamala are like really really close to kissing and then literally they end up you know handshaking and they're just like crossover bros for life or sorry crossover besties for life and that's that's what we get so and then both of bruno and lisa just have the like hugest relief in their face and um that's all so they you know that they're still meant to be together according to fan art but it's cute um the next one and it's actually one of my favorites is uh misty misty knight uh it's called misty and danny forever and it's misty knight and um iron fist but in this they're they're married but they're having marital issues and so she's with her bestie and um uh, danny rand is with uh, luke cage and jessica jones and they're sort of like you know talking about each other their issues and stuff and how they're getting ready for a date and then the date kind of gets awkward and then a, a dino attacks and they end up coming back together after that because nothing brings people together like monsters attacking the city and you know here's coming together um who, that was kind of fun who the that hell was is by gura hura gura hura what the artwork on this gura hura <laughs> is that how you say it i'm gonna go ahead and just um go with it yeah Gurihiru. Sure. it's it's freaking awesome Love yeah the artwork. this is a great story this could have been a 616 story Honestly, it's, I, I don't think it had anything. Yeah, because they're they're works. together in the six one six, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if currently they are, but they they were at some point. Yeah. Um. Next one is Squirrel Girl wins a date with Thor, which is exactly how it sounds. She wins a contest, and so uh, Tony Stark bestows on her a date with Thor. And there's a point that someone's uh, someone's on fire, and she accidentally rips his shirt to put it out, or, you know, not really accidentally. And then she, he lets her touch his abs, and then they ride across uh, the Rainbow Bridge with uh, on a chariot pulled by squirrels. So... You know, basically my dream. Uh, written by Marguerite Bennett, art by Chris Anka. That love Chris Anka. He's he's great. Um, and then we have one last story, which was so cute. It's called Happy Anniversary, and it's written in art by Katie Cook. And it act, the best part is that it takes place in 
0.616 bug world i love um, katie cook yeah and it's just ant-man just making a scavenger hunt for his anniversary with wasp but there's so many bug versions of the avengers and you know it's it's just super cute if, if you go into the uh the eat geek play archives you, you should go listen to the katie cook interview it's the funniest thing in the world she is she is such a great storyteller and she's just fun to talk to and knowing her personality just makes this even funner more fun that's really, that's really good that's it yep we, that's we, it for this week but um be sure to catch uh renew your vows number four spider verse number four armor wars number four inferno number four extinction agenda number three and um the last day's book that was out that week is loki number 17 exactly all those books you should read every single one of them <laughs> <laughs> Oh, moving on to the next week. What week are we at? Uh, August 26th. Yes. What do we have first book? Um, Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps, number three. What happens? Um, well, written by uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick and Kelly Thompson, David Lopez on the art, and Lee Luffridge again on colors. Yay. Um, but Carol and the group... Uh, take their ships and they um because at this point um their friend helen had blown up their escape plan because you know she's like that but she survives so they end up just boarding their planes and getting the crap out of there before uh baroness cochran comes after them so um the version of what's his face iron roadie that survives the ship they attacked he's like well we can go to this island that i found so they go there and um Helen basically, she doesn't really apologize, but she's basically like, well, I thought I'd go up there by myself to get my powers and, you know, take all the blame. Um, and uh, at the end, Baroness Cochran tells Doom about it, and the last page we see is that now a fleet of Thors is headed their way. Well, and, and the funniest thing is, like, uh, I, we see a brother voodoo f- Thor and yeah. uh, I don't know who this Thor is that we've that, that that's front and center. I've never seen this one before. Um, and then we have her, the the girl that was part of the Thor Corps. She's in with them, right? The blonde. Um, remember she showed up in the first. It, she showed up in the first issue, and she's like, "I got a hammer," and that's how they started thinking about you know, like where the stars come from and stuff. Okay. And then. Uh, uh, a, it looks like a robot version of Thor. So yeah, it like, almost looks like a Doombot version of Thor, really. His face. Uh-huh. Interesting. I love this book. This book's fun, and the artwork's fantastic. It's uh, yeah. It it it's gonna be sad to see this book go. David Lopez, yeah. great great artist. Uh, relevancy, eh, pretty good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, lot of Doom. A lot of Thors. Yeah, I this Captain Marvel as, as many Captain Marvels are in uh, Battleworld. This one uh, seems really important, and we're learning where the stars are and stuff. So, you know, P- puzzle yeah, pieces super are important. S- Read it. Puzzle pieces are slowly coming together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got Civil War number three, right? Yup, love this book, Kevin. I love it so much. It's uh, it's pretty damn good. Um, so written by Charles Sewell, love him, uh, art by Laniel Francis Yu, and, um... Some of his best work in a long yeah. time. The, the layouts in this are fantastic. Yeah. Um, but from what we see, because Spider-Man led a mission to go get, uh, chemicals so they can continue with that, I forget what it's called, but the experiment where Beast can they put you in a chamber and if you have superpowers they can take that away um so venom who's actually hawkeye in this it's clint um i was confused i was like why is he not using his venom powers and why are why is him and spider-man like best friends in this but um oh i he didn't was, like, pick shooting up on a, that yeah because i hear him he he says his name he's like clint you know and um he actually because electra dies she gets shot by one of the uh the Iron Man um, Sentinels, and so he ends up taking her, uh, what are the Billy Clubs, because she's dressed up as Daredevil. 
who's you know he's dead in this uh, story so um it's uh it's just venom left who's hawkeye and then spider-man and uh black panther who's um not T'Challa, but his son. And they go against uh, a crazy-looking Wilson Fisk who's merged with Doc Oct. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing ever. Uh, it was nuts. Um, I guess, yeah, basically Doc Oct, his, uh, his tentacles attached itself to Fisk, and he's, like, brain-dead, and so they have to fight him in order to get the uh, the chemicals, which was totally random, but kind of amazing. Um and then back at Steel Town, it, we see that. It was kind of uh, disgusting, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, is that the first time that's ever happened? As far as I know, yeah. I, I, did, I, never, I, I never really thought of... Uh, I was into it. I was like, this is a monster I'd want to see again. This is awesome. I never thought of ox tentacles being uh, sentient, but it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Like, it's uh, just like that the... Um, the symbiote kind of has its own personality like that should the tentacle should kind of have its own thing i think that'd be kind of a, re- a cool reoccurring thing maybe make it happen marvel make it happen um just don't give it to nathan edmondson because then it's probably not going to happen um anyway so Ouch. back at steel town <laughs> nothing against anyone um i'm still looking forward to that book uh, so back at Steel Town, anyways, um, She-Hulk is able to infiltrate uh, the city because Professor X is so old, and he's like, "Yeah, she is who she is. A lawyer. She's who she says she is." And then um, she like is able to walk in, and then Speedball at some bar is just like, "Hey, is is that She-Hulk?" and <laughs> catches up with her, and turns out he works with the Punishers, which in the blue ca- uh, Cap's place, it they're the law enforcement. So he tries to take her in and she ends up evading him while tracking Bullseye, who is, you know, the supposedly the suspect who killed Miriam Sharp. And um, she ends up getting knocked out and then she wakes up in a force field and she's looking face to face with um, Black Panther, which is actually um, T'Challa in this, who was supposed to be dead. So what the crap? Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. She's like, well, I thought you were dead. And so... I don't know, man. Evil Black Panther. That I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything either. <laughs> well, we know how the sentence, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Um, but it's a great book. I love this book so much. Yeah. What do you? It, how you feel it, about it? It's great. I, I I like it. I think I'll like like the way that they've they've stylized all these characters being like a war kind of setting and stuff like that. It's it's a really good book great concepts you know just the fact that it's like these two lands it's like these basically two kingdoms fighting over like it it's a modern day you know game of thrones kind of thing almost you know yeah it's like let's just go go back and forth and fight each other you know it's 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 cool i like it i, I like this book a lot and i wasn't like i wasn't crazy about the first issue but the more I, the, the more it goes on the more i like it but it yeah. has absolutely nothing to do with, with what's going on in Secret Wars. No, not really. Zero. What's next, Jamie? Uh, the next book is uh, one of the saddest books I've read. Um, Hank Johnson, Agent of Hydra, number one. I missed this book. <laughs> Was this, So this is a thing that's happened before? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I No, I'm saying I missed it as in I didn't read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I so wanted to. I wanted to, but for some reason, it, it is. Sh- it is amazing. It is literally. It's like Howard the Human of that week. Yeah, it is and, and an anomaly. I, I love Dave Mandel. Dave Mandel is 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 awesome. He he was actually the um, the head writer for the Clerks cartoon. Oh God, Clerks you, again, huh? Twice have, now. Have you not watched the uh, the Clerks cartoon series before, Kevin? I still haven't seen the movie. Oh Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> uh, I'll get to it eventually. Go on, Jamie. What's about this book about? <laughs> um, so, basically, Hank is just an average guy working for Hydra. You know, he lives a mediocre life. He has two kids. He has a wife. 
and just bad shit happens to him all the time. He always gets infiltrated, his friend dies, or sorry, his coworker dies, his wife is basically upset with him, and is like, God, you know, I, I should have, um, you should have not joined Hydra, you should have gone to AIM. And it's just, uh, it's like, you know, li- day in the life of a normal guy. He gets sexually harassed by Madame Hydra. And, you know, but he, it's, like, so awkward, and he gets invited to an awkward dinner, and turns out she's married to Modoc, but, you know, he's still, she continues to harass him, and he's like, I don't know what to tell HR, um, and, uh, basically, at the end, um, they're able to, actually, sorry, one sec, I didn't take good notes on this, I don't remember what happened, let me just skip to the end. Um, it looks like Nick Fury breaks into Hydra and kills Hank's buddies. Yeah, but that's not what happens. Hold on. Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Okay. <clears throat> so he goes to this awkward dinner with Madame Hydra and she still continues to harass him and she's actually married to Modoc. Um, but turns out one of his co-workers who um, got these really good playoff tickets and was offering for him to go, or he he was getting offered by another co-worker to go to the playoffs, right, of the sport or whatever. And he's like, oh my god, these are really good tickets. And then the guy changes his mind and ends up giving it to another co-worker. That co-worker is actually an undercover S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And so as Hank and his wife leave this really awkward dinner... Um, Avengers attack the mansion. It lights on fire in the background. They don't even notice it. And um, Agent Quarterman, who's his coworker that now has the tickets to the playoffs, shows up to arrest them. And Hank is so fed up by this point, he attacks him and beats the crap out of him. And his wife is impressed. And he basically he reports um, Madam Hydra to HR and. Uh, and you know that's uh that's really it and then it sort of the whole cycle happens all over again because the very last scene uh is another co-worker who ends up getting killed by the same nick fury because it's another infiltration so he's just in the same cycle of living a very mediocre sad life as a hydra hydra agent so the funny thing about this is uh Kevin Smith was um, on was it on Hollywood Babylon a couple couple uh, like a week ago. He was talking about books that you need to pick up and stuff, and, and he talked about this one. And I guess Dave Mendel wrote this issue like ten years ago. It's really, a, it's it's a book that he's been wanting to write. It just you know like a day in the life of a henchman, not like like an evil guy, but just you know somebody that works. For, you always see these guys that work for Hydra, but uh, you know like what do they do? <laughs> yeah when they're standing around like like what do they do when they're not going to fight and you know it's like what's it like being being a, a hydra agent and i guess he's had this idea forever um and and he's written different versions of it or whatever and and there's actually a um simpsons episode where uh homer goes to he joins kind of like an evil society it's kind of mm-hmm. based in in i think it's even his name is hank in it or something like that yeah. Uh, that was a Dave Mandel uh, uh, story as well, and then this is kind of yeah. like the comic book version of that. So it has nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with Secret Wars. Nothing at all. No, but um, you definitely have to catch it because there's this amazing scene uh, where basically where his coworker dies, and um, there him and his wife are at the funeral, and uh, you see it's uh. Madam Hydra, a bunch of villains. You see Baron Zemo, you see Baron Von Strucker, and they're, you know, standing in front of the casket listening to someone singing Amazing Grace. And then it cuts to Modoc singing Amazing Grace, <laughs> wearing um wearing a uh, a tie and a button up white shirt. And there's like a little what what are those um those wreaths well it's like a funeral wreath yeah but um the wreath is uh in a logo of hydra yeah it's uh it's amazing it's a great book it is it looks great i i, I just i missed it somehow uh Better what else read it, what else we got uh marvel zombies number three this was a good one yeah uh yeah. i i really like this book I really it just keeps it it 
it keeps you guessing for sure um written by uh simon spurrier art by kev walker uh when we last uh we we, we lost uh, what, what's her name god damn it I elsa bloodstone yeah. elsa bloodstone uh they discovered that the uh the zombies in the region that she's in have been feeding off of deadpool and uh that's why they're super smart and they're not like decrepit zombies or anything like that and uh they're led by um by mystique and mystique, yeah. they, they basically the 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 counter agency that uh uh that they've basically been infiltrating the uh the group that elsa works for and um they've they've kidnapped the the little boy that elsa the entire time has thought as a girl <laughs> yeah i have a theory about that by the way um and uh it, there's this great scene where you know she's like you know to shoot him and take him out and and he can't do it or she can't do it uh and um yeah it's just this book is really good and then uh this character shows up that's got like skulls and looks kind of like spawn a little bit you know shows up that the, the one that's been following him throughout the whole entire mm-hmm, series mm-hmm. kills a bunch of zombies and we see a bunch of flashbacks of elsa uh even morbius shows up at one point and she kind of compares her life to you know tells the story of her life to to this this mysterious alien girl thing that uh, supposedly can't die that's the whole thing and and at the very end we see that they you know they've they've camped up and uh and you know they, they've they've found shelter and the next day they wake up and they're in like this just beautiful land and um the uh, the last page is is this weird that that person that saved them uh in the beginning of the book that looks kind of like a spawn kind of weird thing uh he's in the last page with a bunch of zombie heads of like bullseye craven i'm not sure who the la- the other one is um and uh he's got their heads on a stick and uh, he's just like all bandaged together i have no idea what's going on with him but it ends up it's her dad yeah the original bloodstone so and he's that a-hole he's kind of a dick but he's he's kind of like um he's kind of like a michonne he's like carrying around all these zombies with him yeah looks freaking crazy uh so yeah it's it, this is a really good I, I my review just did absolutely no justice to it about how good this book is but uh yeah it's 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 fun it's a fun fun book um and it's just gonna get better and i'm bummed that elsa is not getting her own series post this yeah um i really like in the few issues we've seen it there is a lot of backstory to her and uh yeah I, and that's I, I, she, Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think she definitely deserves her uh, her own book. Yeah, especially for the amount of like backstory that they're going into with this, and like, yeah, really, really, like it's you know a lot of these books have kind of been like you know, man, let's tell a little story, but this has been really detailed, um, both artwork and storyline. And I mean, Cy Spurrier is a freaking great writer. <laughs> so, do you wanna um, do you wanna hear my theory? I wanna hear your theory. I think the girl that is accompanying her, I think that's Cammy from Avengers Arena. I know. I said that the very first time we talked about this. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I go back oh and listen. Issue no, one. I think I'm. I Jamie. I totally called it. You even had to remind me of what her name was. Oh, okay. I totally called it. I. I called. It's that the only thing the that makes sense. She's like in an astronaut suit. I, that's why I said it. That's why I said it. <laughs> But and I mean, didn't why have else any... have Kev Walker? Why else have Kev Walker draw this? Um, which is weird. Like this does not look like Kev Walker style. <laughs> it's like a no, warm... it does. This it does, totally but like, like the inking, the inking on it and the coloring on it does not look like Kev Walker. It's like mm-hmm. it, it's a more mature Kev Walker. This is the best Kev Walker artwork we've seen so far. Um, so much more detail in his work than than what he did before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I've thought it's Cammy the entire time. Um, but the thing uh, is, Camry never had any powers, and and they're talking about the fact that uh, that this girl can't be infected, right? So I don't know. I think what's interesting though is because in this, like, this girl is 
kind of a wuss compared to Elsa. You know, she can't shoot a gun. She's afraid to hurt people. And that's completely the opposite of what Cammy is. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I hope we're I hope we're both right there. But great book. Yeah. Um, I like it way better than the Ultron Marvel Zombies book. So there you go. Can we talk about my favorite book? Yes, we can. Oh, you loved this issue. It was good. <laughs> you love this book. Come on, admit it. It's really good. Uh, yeah, old, maybe. old Man no. Logan, number four. This book just keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, Brian, Ban- uh, Brian Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis, and uh, Adriana Sorrentino, who, I mean, every issue, just the artwork in this blows me away. We have a, the opening this with a... a, a how many panels this is way too many panels uh broke two page splash of wolverine just tearing into uh the cenobites and zombies that are that he's he, he's been transported to um the deadlands in the last issue and this is just him fighting continuously it's, he's been fighting for days with all the cenobites and zombies and he finally gets away and he's like i never should have left and he he goes into a a, a cave and he finds who she hulk the coolest looking She-Hulk yet, and it ends up you yeah, know, she's, Fantastic Four She-Hulk. She's been uh, she's been hiding out in this cave for a while, and you know they, you know they 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 have this whole conversation about how she stays alive. She's been staying alive, and uh, you know she keeps asking him for food. Um, but uh, uh, you know she's like, you don't have uh, French fries and rolled off salad, do you? He's like, no, we'll find something, and. Uh, so yeah, um, you know he's like, well, how, how come he's like, she's, he's like, well, why don't you just uh, you know climb out of here and jump? And he's like, she's like, if I could have jumped out of here, you think I would have? Um, and then they get attacked by uh, Cenobites again, and there's another like five page fight scene, and it's just She Hulk and uh, and and Logan, you know, beating the crap out of of uh, zombies and Cenobites. They they do the classic fastball special. And uh, where, you know, they it used to be Colossus would throw Wolverine into something with his uh, his claws popped out. And uh, basically she throws him into another domain. Um, and we see like a, a demon thing. Yeah, it's like something that's winged. Yeah, I don't know what that is. so weird. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. I was so confused by that panel. I'm um, trying to look at it now. Zoomed in. I have no idea what the heck that is. Yeah, I have. I have no idea. If anybody has any ideas, let me know. Oh wait, I totally kind of see it. What? I think it's like some weird. Oh my god, I'm so bummed out. What? Can you zoom in on it? I want you to see it. It's... Wait, is it Sauron? No, it's basically right after she's. Well, probably Sauron the pterodactyl. Oh, it's it's Sauron. Oh, okay. So he you're picks her up. Him. Oh, so he, he probably eats her. Yeah, she gets because I was like, "What are we looking at here?" Totally picks her up, and so as soon as he flies out, he she's out of she's out of sight. So she's probably dead. But so, I love that last thing that she says to him. Just great dialogue. She's like, "You do me a favor. You see any Hulks out there? You be nice to them." <laughs> Because like, mm-hmm. the Hulks are dicks in this book. <laughs> All the Hulks are inbred, just pieces of shit. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Basically, she throws him to the next domain. That just happens to be the six one six version of Manhattan. So yep. he made it. He made it to to something completely different. Um. And uh, it, it's great because he's the the building that he's standing on. It's is right next to the Daily Bugle, the old classic Daily Bugle style. So, um, and we see. Uh, although it's weird because uh, across the bay, if you look at it, um, like, like you see these tower, all these you know the skyline and stuff like that, and then across, which I guess that would be the Hudson Bay, is the Triascalon from Ultimates. Are the Triskelion? Is that what they call it? Yeah, Triskelion. Yeah, is yeah. that it? Yeah, it looks like that's the Triskelion from the Ultimates version. So that's I Ultimates. That was New Adelan, oh, but probably. Uh, I, thought I think you're. Yeah, it's tr- yeah, you're right. It looks like the the, the, the which is the that came from the Ultimates universe. So, right. So yeah, he's um, on the six one six side. Yeah. So it's funny. It's like there's two Manhattans, the six one six one and ours. Mm-hmm. And so that's where 
part of my theory comes in of they're just gonna and honestly I'll, I'll be completely honest this is probably the best demonstration of what that actually looks like from the map because these books that deal in manhattan i'm so confused with how it's split up that way oh, yeah yeah so no that's good you pointed that out um that's it for this week right yep but um other books to check out this week were um ant-man last days number one uh deadpool secret secret wars your favorite number four which is the last issue of that series uh e for extinction number three modok assassin number four out of five i love that book um x-men 92 uh where monsters well number four and the other two last day books are uh spider man sorry spider woman number 10 and magneto number 21 and just really quick, E for Extinction. It, it, the only reason we don't talk about it is it really has nothing to do with uh, with Secret Wars. Like it's just it's it's basically a Grant Morrison appreciation book, but it's fantastic. Uh, Dennis Culver and and uh, uh, Chris Burnham wrote it, and uh, the artwork's by Ramon Villarobos, and who's fantastic. And seriously, this issue's great. <laughs> so you should, you should really should read it. All right. Um, that's it. I think we're, we're, we're done for this podcast. Uh, where can people find us? You guys can find us at eatgeekplay.com and all the social medias, including Snapchat at eatgeekplay. And, uh, you can find Jamie. Her Twitter is at, uh, Jamie Rorsaurus. Like, yeah. Roar. And you guys could settle a debate for us on who's better, Pikachu or Doraemon. Just saying. Oh, it's not who's better. It's more who's more recognizable. Mm-hmm anyways <laughs> well looks like the war is over we'll talk to you next week bye